Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today I'm looking forward to getting back into 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and we'll be looking at verse 11 down through verse number 13 or 14 today, and Paul will give us a description of what you can expect if you want to be a preacher. You want to be in the ministry, then read these verses, count the cost, consider it, I know what we see today, and you uh, turn on the local charismatic television station, you scroll your social media and see the uh, compromising Baptist preacher, you look on there and see the neo-fellas and how much fun and uh, following and finances they enjoy, and you think, well, man, that's that, that looks pretty good to me. I mean, they go uh, to a different... Uh, hunting lodge every other week they drive the fanciest truck i've ever seen i mean they got new suits and big uh church buildings and thousands and thousands of followers i mean that ministry deal sounds like a pretty good gig if you ask me well i tell you compromise is a pretty lucrative business but you stand for the lord and it might not just just be that way now it's blessed and i love it wouldn't trade it for a thing i love it thank god for it but if this world lodge you and does not loathe you if it's throwing roses instead of stones at your direction, if they're looking to, uh, I don't know, make a statue of you instead of put you in the stocks, then you're probably not doing it right. Because if you read the Bible, these men who stood for the Lord, these apostles, these prophets, these preachers, the world didn't have much to do with them. They didn't want them around. In fact, Paul says that to us in verse number 9 of our chapter. He said, God has set forth us the apostles last. He said, we've been made a spectacle. He said, we are fools and we're weak and we're despised. He said, it's not been easy and it's definitely not been popular. He said, I've not been uh, the marshal of any parades. I've not been asked on any kind of leading television shows so they can uh, ooh and all ah and just, uh, just fall all over me. No, uh, I tell you, folks have despised me. Even Christian brethren have questioned me, wondered if I'm legit or not. Not been real easy. And I tell you, it's not. You're in the army. When you surrender to preach, I tell you what you've done. You've enlisted in the army of the Lord, and you're going to get fire from the enemy and friendly fire as well. But I tell you what we need is about a thousand preachers set on fire of heaven. That's what we need. We need a thousand preachers to get out there and plant churches and spark revival and love people and win souls to Christ. Our nation needs revival. And revival comes through Bible preaching. We need some men of God. And we're going to study this today and think about it. I remember the day I surrendered to preach. I remember the situation. I remember the setting. I can even remember what I was wearing at the time. I was 22 years old. And I remember that morning. I wasn't a preacher. I, I was a Christian school teacher. But I went to church that day. wasn't wearing a suit. I was wearing a pair of khaki pants and a purple button-up shirt and an ugly, ugly necktie. Sat on the front row of church with my newlywed wife. The preacher preached on Elijah and Elisha. And I remember him taking his suit coat and putting it across his shoulders and saying, here's the mantle. He'll pick up the mantle. 
and he preached about the mantle of old-time religion and the mantle of the King James Bible and the mantle of Bible preaching and all these different things, soul winning, and on and on it goes. He threw that sport coat, that jacket on the ground and said, he'll pick up the mantle. And I don't know how to explain it to you. I just know what it was. God grabbed a hold of my heart. He rang the bell within my soul. I couldn't get away from it. I couldn't shake it. It was a compelling, constraining. I mean, I couldn't do anything but surrender. It's like God drug my heart to the altar. I didn't talk. I didn't stand up. I crawled on that altar, broken down, knowing I was unworthy to do what I, I, I believed God was asking me to do. But the best way I knew how, I yielded my life to God to preach that day. 22 years old, I preached my first sermon that night from a new Bible I'd bought that afternoon, a bigger Bible, a preaching Bible. And I tell you what, it's been blessed. I wouldn't trade a mile, wouldn't trade a minute, wouldn't trade a moment that I've traveled with my Lord. I love the ministry. And I pray for you young men. Many of you follow uh, uh, text and follow me on whatever and send messages. And I'm praying for you. And I want you to serve God. And I pray God will use your life in a great way. But I don't want us to get it mixed up and twisted now. God didn't call us to be celebrities. He called us to be servants. He did not call us to a life of ease and comfort, but a life of battle. I think about the old song. Dr. Hiles used to quote it all the time. Must I be carried to the skies on flowery beds of ease while others fought to win the prize and sailed our bloody seas? No, I must fight if I should gain. Increase my courage, Lord. And he goes on to talk about enduring the pain, right? Supported by his word. Lester Rolf used to sing the song, It's a battlefield, brother, not a recreation room. It's a fight, not a game. Run if you want to and run if you will, but I came here to stay. That's what I'm praying for. The young men, we have about eight or nine young men in our Christian school and in our college from our church surrendered to preach right now. Many of them are in the youth group still. We have many more in the Bible college that come to us. I'm praying that you'll stick with it. Stay steadfast. Take a stand and serve God. And know this, it's not all going to be a bed of roses or calm seas, but it's going to be worth it to be a soldier of the Lord. You just stay with it. Let's read about what goes on here in the life of a preacher. See what Paul says? Verse 11, even under this present hour, he said, as I pen this letter, we both hunger and thirst and are naked and are buffeted, and have no certain dwelling place. Now, there it is, a Bible preacher. He doesn't always have food for his belly. He doesn't always get a drink when he wants it. Sometimes his clothing are not as adequate and nice as he wishes they might be. He's beaten physically, buffeted, not just physical, but spiritually. I mean, constantly. No doubt Paul in his mind and his heart was in a battle. Watch this, no certain dwelling place. He didn't have the picket fence. He didn't have the parsonage. He didn't have the lush place to stay with acreage. All he had was a call of God on his life. Verse 12, see what it says? And labor. He's a worker working with our own hands. He was willing to work a secular job to fulfill his spiritual calling. To provide for himself, he was willing to spend and be spent physically. He had the load of all these churches on him spiritually and mentally and emotionally. And then on top of that, Paul was willing to work with his body. He wasn't lazy, wasn't laid up in a hotel room somewhere with a, a, a casserole dish on his pot belly. He wasn't looking for a love offering for putting in 30 minutes of work in the pulpit. He was willing to get out there and work with his hands. Being reviled, we bless. Sounds like the Lord. He was cussed and 
criticized and mocked and made fun of, yet he didn't respond that way. Being persecuted, we suffer it. I, I like that. He just stayed quiet and kept pressing on. I think it was Curtis Hudson used to say, you're not going to uh, soar with eagles if you shoot at skunks. And isn't that true? You don't get down in the hog pen and wallow with the pigs and think to come out clean. You're going to come out dirty. So Paul just endured it. He suffered it. Verse 13, being defamed, we entreat. Oh, my. Extend the olive branch. Be friendly. Fellowship. Show yourself as welcoming. We are made as the filth of the world and are the offscouring of all things unto this day. I'm reading these verses and uh, as I read these verses, I think about Paul as he's contrasted himself to these Corinthians who are so filled with pride. Paul humbled himself. He talks about even the very hour in which he's writing, he faced hunger and other forms of deprivation. They had to work on the side to support themselves, these apostles did. They were defamed, but they tried to encourage people. They were criticized, but they didn't get a bitter spirit. They weren't critical. As far as the world was concerned, they were garbage. They were fit for the trash heap. They were made for the dumpster. Paul humbles himself before these brethren in Corinth. He sets an example on their behalf. He gives insight into the life and ministry of a man of God. There's no question. He's not exaggerating it. He's not overdoing it. He's not just preaching now. He's telling the truth. Paul endured all of these things. But as a preacher of the gospel, though the world had no time for him, he still gave his all for the world. I don't mean he compromised. I mean he gave his all to get the gospel to the world. That's a preacher. You ought to pray for your pastor today. You've listened to this broadcast. Can I tell you, that's just a little bit of what your preacher endures every day. A little bit of what, about what goes on the man of God every day. There's an external battle, an internal battle. He wrestles with things you'll never have to deal with and you'll never know about. He carries his own burdens, his own cares, and then he carries yours as well. And he's hated and maligned and tries to do good. And those who he loves the most hurt him the worst. And yet he presses on. Thank God for the preacher. Thank God for the man of God. Now, young preacher, listen to me. You need to go ahead and know that before you get in this thing. It's not for sissies. It's not for weaklings. It's not for a hireling. It's not for those who plan to go for a while and turn back and quit. But you've got to stand strong. Endure hardness. Be a good soldier. War a good warfare. And finish your course with joy. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.